0: We can't transmit because something else is already transmitting. Somewhere close, the signal's turned. What they kind of in- transmission
1: it is It could be a cell phone,
0: maybe a radio signal. Can sound? we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. Welcome to the Weekly Lost Edition
2: of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
3: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
2: And we are joining each other live we're in the <laughs> podcast studio live. and we are before a live internet audience. Uh, we have uh, people from all over the United States right now, and we I expect many more to join us throughout the uh, duration of the show. And we'll That's give scary. What's that?
3: The duration of the
2: show. (laughs) The duration of the show, and if you've been a listener for us uh, of us for a while, you'll know that. How long
3: are you gonna keep me here?
2: Not for too long. I mean, I got to get up in the morning, you know. And I know
3: because you know you put McKenna to bed at seven o'clock, so you got to get up with her in the morning.
2: (laughs) I bet I do. So anyway, we are going to be reviewing this evening, season two, episode three, orientation. Yeah. What?
3: It just wasn't exciting the second time. You don't think so? Not for me. I didn't find find a whole lot of new information, and I think I thought I would.
2: Okay. Well, let's... let's, So, let's see what you got written down. Maybe as we go through the script this evening for this episode... As
3: we go through the script? Okay,
2: maybe as I go through the script that I have, and I have not yet shared with you, and I was going to share with you, but we ran out of paper in our printer.
3: Let's see what you caught. (laughs) <laughs> what do do there
2: we go. Let's do that. Uh, so basically, we're gonna go ahead and go step by step through season two, episode three. Okay, Cliff is gonna do that, and Stephanie's gonna join no, me.
3: i I'm, I'm, You said like you're gonna go through the episode step by step, which reminds me of our friends' um, um, Sunday school class called verse by verse. It's like we're going through the episode verse verse by, by
2: verse. verse. Yes, yeah. exactly. So they we're would gonna
3: totally love our show if they listen.
2: They would. It's very concrete, sequential. That's right. So anyway, um, where was I? Oh, I Not was going to say that uh, we're going to go through here, and the people in the on the internet listening to us live right now have the opportunity to chime in just by clicking the request to talk feature. I've got my eye out there for that, and if I see that, I'll bring somebody in live. Uh, to join us in the conversation. Perhaps they remember something from this episode that I missed, which is entirely possible because I'm not a details person. Anyway, moving right along, uh let's see here. Let's uh let's take a look at uh orientation, a couple facts that I found out on lostpedia.com. Uh and the first thing is the episode orientation originally aired on ABC on October fifth, two thousand five. Mm-hmm and I'm sitting there looking at that, and I'm thinking to myself, that's a long time ago. It is. I mean, really? I it, Has it been that long since Lost was that great? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you now,
3: said that, not me. I,
2: I know I did, but I'm just saying, boy, it, it, those were the days. I mean, season two, the first half and second half and you know, the, the latter portion of season two, excellent stuff. I mean, wow. But it, season two was so long ago. And that's what just blows me away. This was a John Locke centric episode. John Locke being my favorite character on the island, correct? And so, uh, and 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 I believe that he maintained that that status even during the Echo years, or the Echo days that we had.
3: Yeah, I would say days.
2: Okay. Uh, also, want to mention uh, just a little statistical fact that episode uh, orientation takes place on the 44th and 45th day on the island. Okay. Uh, you just might be interested in knowing that. And it was directed sure. by Jack Bender, which we found out later in the season 2 DVD set that Jack Bender, the director, is actually an artist, and he painted the murals he in the hatch. He
3: painted the mural in the hatch.
2: Yes. And obviously yeah. he did the one in Thomas's apartment. Which whether or not he made them look like each other on purpose, or just because that's the only kind of artwork he knows how to do, we that's yet to be determined right. And maybe' we'll, maybe the world will never know. Maybe. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get this thing started. and uh, I think probably the best way to do it is to kick things off with a little character analysis.
0: Lost character analysis.
2: Okay, Stephanie, first thing is uh, the show starts off with Jen, Michael, and Sawyer. They worship on the beach. Udders. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we get our first glimpse. Actually,
3: of... it opens with Michael and Sawyer on the raft floating to the shore. Okay. And then Jen comes running.
2: Very cool. Alright, so we start off with Jen, Michael, and Son, or, or if you'd like, it, we start off with Michael and Sawyer, and then Jen.
3: Because they think, well no, but <laughs> no, they I
2: think know.
3: that Jen has probably died out in the ocean. Okay. Because they've been all night exactly, and not knowing where he was.
2: Mm-hmm. And we get our first glimpse here of who we thought at the time were the others. And uh, Jin even comes out of the jungle and using his very some of his very first English words, mm-hmm. he says, "Others." Hey, I did that pretty good, didn't I? You did. Others. <laughs> anyway, they are uh, they basically, and then of course we seen them thrown into a pit, thrown into a pit by Mister Echo and some of the other tailies. Mm-hmm. Uh, among those were Anna Lulu and uh, Libby. And I'm not sure, but I think Goodwin was in that one screen capture that I kind of took a look at. I went back and and looked at a screen capture later. So anyway, Goodwin would
3: have been dead already.
2: Goodwin would have been dead already. I don't think so. Wouldn't he have? No, 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 no.
3: Because she dug that hole.
2: No, the, the, well, Goodwin didn't die in the hole.
3: She dug the that hole for the guy that, exactly, and she killed Goodwin right after that.
2: Maybe do you? Okay, so do you
3: want to be factual or not? I'm just giving you some, a different
2: Sometimes it's point okay to just make view. up facts as you go along. That's
3: why you didn't give me the script. <laughs> it's cuz you just want to make I thought you wanted a quality show, not a <laughs> Cliff made up the whole story show. Well,
2: how about rather than calling it the Cliff made up his own really his own reality <laughs> show, how about this is the way that Cliff perceived it show? Okay, so maybe I'm wrong, all right? But regardless, we see some folks thrown into a pit. Goodwin may or may not have been there. Depends on if he was dead
3: yet. Probably was dead.
2: <laughs> Stephanie thinks he was dead. Oh, 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 hold on. We have a request to chat from Tony from uh from uh Columbus, Ohio. Uh Tony, you're on live.
3: Don't talk unless you agree with me.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait. Hold on, Tony. Hold on. Hold on.
3: Let's turn you up.
2: Let me let me unmute you. <laughs> Tony, Tony, go ahead. You're on live.
3: Can you hear me?
4: It's showing uh, that I'm not unmuted yet.
2: You, you, yeah, you, you are. are certainly unmuted.
4: Okay, I got a slow p- PC here. Uh, I agree with Stephanie uh, mainly because, well, actually, I agree with you both because that even though they you showed know, it later, <laughs> later in when they did the flashback for the 48 days, the other, for the other 48 days, he was actually dead at that point.
2: Edwin, you, you you think Goodwin is actually? Dead at that point, correct. Okay, then how can you agree with both of us then? Yeah, that because, doesn't make sense. Because there.
4: they didn't show that. They didn't show that till a later episode when they did the uh, flashback for the other forty-eight days.
3: Yeah, but we watched Orientation the second time around already knowing about the other yeah. forty-eight days.
2: So Stephanie's right, I'm wrong.
3: I love that word. Can you say that again?
2: Would you like me to get a recording no, and I make that really, like an I, audio clip that, that you can play all awesome. the time? <laughs>
3: that would so totally
2: rock. All right, Tony, thank you very much Thanks for you, chiming in. This is this is what I love about a live show. Now, here we were having an argument. Cliff knows uh, just enough about lo- ex- yes, we were having a disagreement about factual information regarding Lost. And I don't and know rather-
3: why. I do not know why. I doubted you, you. argue with me in facts. I, I
2: have no idea. You would no think idea. you would learn by now. I would think that I would know by now.
3: Like, Nick from the UK is a woman and she's engaged to Russ. Okay. Why? You I have didn't no understand idea. You me the first will time. You I said. Please
2: accept my apology here live in front of the world. Yes. Thank you. So. This time. <laughs> Anyway, so anyway,
3: Goodwin was not there, but go ahead with your.
2: Okay, so moving right along, so now that we got past (laughs) the first line of my scripted out notes from here, now now we're talking about donation. We're, We're talking about duration of the show here, and and this is what I'm talking about. I mean, come on. So through the duration of this podcast, but no, I'm I'm. This is the live interactive feel. Uh, is exciting because we didn't have to put this out there and then have everybody sit there and say, oh, Cliff was so wrong, and, and have 40 b- different voicemails come in. Instead, we got the fact checkers out there listening and keeping Thank us you. in line. Thank you very much. In fact, can I, we take a break just right now and make an announcement up front because I, I don't want to hold it in anymore. I I, can, I cannot contain myself. I have. I tell you I what. I
3: can tell you're just bouncing up and
5: down. I am
2: just bouncing <laughs> up and down with all kinds of anxiety here, or something. I don't know. But I, I tell you what. Let me go ahead and just play this clip real quick. This is a generally speaking podcast network update. This just in. Um, I have some exciting news. Stephanie and I are going to be doing something exciting. ...for the remainder of Season 3 of Lost. 16 back-to-back episodes are coming up, Stephanie. I know. And do you know what we are going to be doing? We We are doing something unheard of. We're (laughs) going to put this $500 broadcast host piece of equipment... ...that gives us this telephone interface to great use... ...and we are going to do a weekly Lost podcast...
3: Live every week.
2: ...live every Friday night... 16 back-to-back weeks of live interactive GSPN weekly loss podcast with a live internet audience from people all over the world. And we want to invite you guys to join us live every Friday night. And that will begin the Friday night before the Friday night before season 3 starting back. So I I well February 7th is a clip show. That it is. Yeah, I, that's what I've heard. I think that f- February 7th is a clip show. And so, basically...
3: Well, then shouldn't stop previewing it that it's back on I the know. 7th. That's such a load of crap.
2: That's ABC for you.
3: I'm going to have words.
2: Yeah, when you share it with them, <laughs> share my thoughts about Daybreak. Uh, so, anyway, um, w- the thing is, is February 7th is a Wednesday, so that would be 8th, 9th. So, February 9th will be our first of the... Right? Am I not thinking? you looking at me funny. Well, what did you say? Wednesday, February 7th yeah. is is the clip show. Right. So Friday would be the 9th, right? Yeah. Friday, February 9th will be our first of live. the live shows. So we actually might have like 17 or 18 back to back. Okay. Are you okay? Are You processing I'm that? I'm processing that. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, prepare for that. And this tonight's show is kind of a, a test run of this new live format where everybody can hear all the audio clips. And and one of the things that I want to let people know is that I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steph.
3: Well, I just thought the last time that they had a long hiatus and they advertised, you know, lost returns on such and such date, the hour prior.
2: Was a clip show? Was a clip <gasps> show. You may be right because somebody said the clip the show o'clock. is going to be at nine o'clock.
3: And now they're in the ten o'clock slot.
2: Well then, that would make the well, then clip we, show
3: at nine o'clock.
2: Okay. Well, we, regardless, either way, we're going to start this February ninth. So starting February ninth. We're gonna be here in the studio on Talkshoe.com. If you want to learn how to participate in our live shows, all you have to do is go to Generally and in the right-hand side of the menu, there's a thing that says GSPN Live Shows. Read that; it'll tell you how I'm to like, get I'm here. I'm
3: super psyched about the seventh, so if I need to calm down and like be super psyched about the 14th, now, what
2: then you're I saying need to makes know. sense because they did say I've heard that the clip show is gonna be at nine. And if they've done that in the past... Because you're right. They have said February 7th, Lost. Lost is returns back February 7th. With 16 episodes Which, back to by back. by the
3: way, the trailer looks really good so I hope they're not you know those you know when they'll show a really good movie trailer on TV yeah and you go and see the movie and the only good parts were the parts that are in the trailer yeah <laughs> I'm so hoping that that's not the case
2: no d- uh, totally lost the next uh, the next half I have no doubt that sig- ne- the next 16 episodes are going to be great uh, I think that they've made some mistakes in the first mm. six episodes and I think that they've they have you
3: seen the trailer no Jack ends up in the cage. Uh,
2: Stephanie, that was a spoiler, and I-
3: anybody who watches any kind of TV can see it.
2: All right. Well, I apologize if for you, those who are living. If you
3: live in a box and never watch television, I apologize for giving you that small spoiler that can be seen on any ABC commercial for Lost.
2: Okay. So anyway, moving on. If right. you
3: want to see it yourself, you could go to abc.com. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better?
2: No, but. If- it's all right. I still love you anyway. So anyway, um, yeah, live shows every week. Join us. Be a part of this worldwide audience out there, and uh, it's gonna be fun. So anyway, let, let's get let's jump back over here. Hold on. Let we gotta uh, bring ourselves back over to where we were. All right, so we move from um, the the guys being the boys (laughs) (laughs) being thrown into the pit. All right, and then we're tossed immediately into a flashback. Now, normally Cliff is not a fan of flashbacks, but when it's John Locke, baby, I'm there. Now, I mean, and it's not that kind of way. I mean, I just (laughs) this guy is a fascinating individual. This man who's always in constant search. For his his purpose in life, and 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 to see the struggles and stuff that he goes through, and if you could is see, he fascinating,
3: or is he a coward?
2: Do you think he's a coward?
3: In some ways.
2: Well, I I think that there are some issues that the man faces, and I I think I
3: didn't say he didn't face all issues. men
2: lead lives of quiet desperation, Stephanie. Have you never read that?
3: I just choose to ignore it. Okay.
2: <laughs> so anyway, I
3: don't expect him to be some strong tower of strength just
2: just don't be such a wuss is widen. that what you're saying yes <laughs> i got you. Know,
3: i just i want my kidney back i'm like suck it up and move on man
2: okay well so anyway what are we talking about we're talking about where locke visits a support group where a woman is explaining that her mother stole thirty dollars from her purse And this is like an anger management class.
3: Are you going to read the whole transcript? I am. Will you let me read something without interrupting
2: me for once for the duration of the show? You
3: told me that that was my job.
2: Yes, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. But Locke simply laughs at this. And when the moderator of the group uh, asks why, he explains that $30 is nothing to get upset over. And finally, we hear a little bit of his recount of the deception perpetrated by his father.
3: And You've been coming here for a month now. I just
0: don't think $30 is worth getting angry about.
3: Well, Francine feels like $30...
0: Francine feels a little too much, you ask me. You all do. And
3: I mean, he doesn't?
0: Seriously. <laughs> So-and-so never called me back. My mother stole $30 from me. I never even knew who my parents were. A couple years ago, my, uh, my birth mother found me, and uh, she told me I was special
3: all moms say that and uh stephanie
0: and through her i met my real father great news right well he pretended to love me just long enough to steal my kidney because he had to have a transplant and then he dropped me back in the world like a piece of trash just like he did on the day that i was born you want your damn thirty dollars back i want my kidney back
2: all right so stephanie you want to explain why you're laughing there babe funny it's not funny no this was excellent i remember the first time i saw this episode and i remember this this is some good writing i mean i mean this guy is severe is suffering from some severe anger from the things from the pain in his life caused by his father and i mean obviously for good reason and, um, you know, I, I, I think that he is definitely opening and sharing a part of him and being vulnerable to this group for the first time. And, and he lays it out on the line. And, and um, one of the things that I noticed about this, and you kind of joked about everybody says this, everybody's mom. And it's kind of funny because you say everybody's mom says that about him. But this whole idea of being special is a common theme throughout Lost. Because in a Charlie flashback, well actually in a Charlie psychedelic dream drug induced flashback or island not or drug induced I know it was island induced by flash. Okay. Uh, it was an island induced uh, flashback or some kind of dream or vision, if you will. Um Charlie's playing at the thing at the piano and his mom says you're you're very special. And then Walt, we've been told that Walt is very special. So there's a lot of things about people being special. I understand. Okay, just common theme. That's all I'm you going just for there. look
3: like you're, you're looking at me with that look like you want me to agree with you.
2: And, and nah. I'm
3: not. Gonna. So I, I, I had a good thought and now it's gone. Which I think is why you probably talk so much. That I forget what I was gonna say.
2: I that is that's <laughs> that's bunch of bullarky. Come on.
3: <laughs> oh
5: goodness. I I
2: think I, you know this anger management thing. I I liked that being a part of this episode.
3: I think that the anger management was um. This just popped in my head was court appointed because I don't think John would ever seek out that kind of help for himself.
2: You know that that's very much. I, I I think so. Maybe he did something a little off the wall, like shoot yeah, a cop or something. He does
3: is off the wall.
2: <laughs> you think? Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, he,
3: he's he's a lot like you. He you know acts first and thinks later.
2: <laughs> and that's why I like John so much. All right. So based, maybe
3: that's why I pick on him so much.
2: Uh, probably. So anyway, after the meeting, he's approached by in a very and tra- a a very attractive lady named Helen, and here's what it sounds like.
0: I'm sorry if I ruined your meeting.
3: Oh, hell. You just said everything I've always wanted to say in there. Most of the time, I want to stand up and scream. Get over it, freaks.
0: Well, <laughs> why don't you?
3: Uh, I have to keep a cork in. Once I get all hot and bothered, there's no stopping me.
0: That I guess come coming back next week, huh? No, not likely. It's too bad. I like bald guys. I'm not bald. I can wait. <laughs> um I'm I'm Helen, by the way.
2: Hi Helen. I'm John. John's got a girlfriend. Okay.
3: Um why is Helen in anger management?
2: That is something I never even asked myself in the first time. Well,
3: that's because you thought she was the
2: leader. I did. I so thought Helen was the, the moderator of the group because... Um, the first time around, of course, Cliff doesn't pick up the script of the episode or the transcript of the episode and read everything. Uh, but here, what I did was, or the first time I listened to it, I just watched the episode and I'm thinking, when he says, "Well, why, ha- why didn't you say anything? Why don't you get up and say something?" Because, and I thought she said, "Well, I kind, I kind of thought she meant that I, ha- I can't do that because you know, being the leader of the group and all, it right. just wouldn't go well." But no, I, it definitely is quite clear. That Helen has anger management issues as well.
3: Yeah, which brings us to my favorite clip of the show. Which is when she bumps into his car <laughs> when he's uh sitting outside of his dad's house.
2: Yeah, well that's not next. We're first well, we're gonna no, go
3: that was my next thought. That's
2: Oh, okay. Oh yeah, when she rams yeah. into the back of the car.
3: I said because when we watched it I referenced her anger management.
2: Oh yes. That was I didn't great. even think about that. Yeah, she did kind of just rear end his yeah. car, didn't she? And took his keys and threw it over the fence. That was great. But we're getting ahead of ourselves, so let's go...
3: (laughs) Heaven forbid.
2: Let's go back inside the hatch. Uh, Kate lowers herself from the vent into the gun vault. She grabs a shotgun and moves up behind Desmond. Hits Desmond on the back of the head with it, and Desmond falls to the ground. Meanwhile, discharging his weapon, we see the computer has been shot.
3: They've all seen this show.
2: Uh, okay, well let's forget it. Guys, we're gonna go ahead and hang this up. You guys have seen the show, Stop we're out of here.
3: Cliff! Do you have to read the whole transcript? You can't just describe it in your own words.
2: These are my own words written down. They're
3: longer than the script.
2: What is your deal tonight? <laughs> this is a how do we have content unless Cliff says something?
3: Oh, okay. Go ahead, I'm listening. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm all ears.
2: <laughs> right, yeah, and a little bit of mouth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, who's talking about mouth? <laughs> At least I know my ears work. Oh
2: my gosh. I was in the mood I was like into that scene right there.
3: That's probably why I had to interrupt you. <laughs>
2: I'm, we're we're reliving this for the couple thousand people who did not review orientation to walk them through the episode. So back to the back to the scene here, we see the computer has been shot and it is smoking. Desmond, of course, goes off the deep end. <laughs> we're all gonna die. We're gonna die. And then next, we're introduced to the it's very smoking. famous. We're we're introduced to the very famous countdown clock. And then, another flashback. And then this one is, you know, Helen and John lock in bed. And, well, actually, John's sitting up in the bed, putting his shoes on. He's sitting in the chair. Helen wakes up. And then uh, we move on to the fact that later, uh, John is outside of his dad's house. And we start to have some issues here. And this is early the next morning. John sitting in his little Volt- Was it a Volkswagen bug? I want a Volkswagen bug it's so bad. Anyway, here's what happens it's between John bumper. Locke. It's what? It's
3: got a crashed back bumper.
2: Yeah. Here's what happens between John Locke and Anthony Cooper, his daddy.
0: John, I know you like to drive through my neighborhood, and I know that every now and then you like to park outside my house. Now, I thought it might all stop when I move, but uh, here you are. <laughs> I'll admit, at first I thought it was funny. <laughs> now it's just annoying. So how about you tell me what the hell it is you want? Why? Excuse me? Why? There is no why.
3: Music.
0: You think you're the first person that ever got conned? You needed a father figure and I needed a kidney. And that's what happened. Get over it. And John, don't come back. You're not wanted.
2: Now let me tell you something, Stephanie. Anybody who has a father that would say those words... Anybody who has a father that would say those words, they would grow up to be the type of man that John Locke is, to have the issues that that he has.
3: Excuse me.
2: So, I I, I think, I mean, Anthony Cooper, (coughs) no soul, no conscience, the man is the scum of the earth. And he says, listen, do you think you're the first to be conned? which has led to the wide speculation of Anthony Cooper possibly being the real Sawyer. Sawyer. What do you think about that theory that people are speculating about? What? That about Anthony Cooper being the real Sawyer.
3: It's probable. It, it's believable. I can believe it. Um, I have a hard time believing that he was... You know, the handsome man that, you know, can woo women. But that's just my own personal...
2: Well, massive kidney failure probably could maybe turn you... Maybe age you quite a bit. And
3: I think it has more to do with his attitude. But um, what I was going to say was this... That scene is the first scene where you actually start to have... Where I start to have compassion for John. Okay. I'm not saying I don't have compassion for the man. Okay. I'm just saying that I think... He's got some issues, like everybody else. Right. And just like you, I'm entitled to my own opinion.
2: Yes, you are.
3: Thank you. Um, Two things for Anthony. No. One thing. Why didn't he just get a restraining order? Why does he have to be so mean? And John should stop torturing himself. With his drive-bys and his parking outside the house, you know, it's still a free country. He's still allowed to drive in front of the man's house, unless he gets a restraining order, and then, right, you know, he can't come within so many feet. Well, why, but-
2: di- why does why does Jack park outside of the daycare and follow you know Sarah around? It it's, it it. Well, because
3: he wants to know he wants to know who the man is,
2: and John wants to know. <clears throat> His father. He wants. No, he doesn't. He wants, he wants to, to know, know why. why, and he wants to know why his father did this.
3: And there is no why, but yet he goes back later.
2: It, it, exactly, and 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 so. Well, if you
3: found out what you need to know.
2: Well, the question is, did he? Did he? Did he find out what he needed to know? Because what he, I think Anthony Cooper said it. You needed a father figure. I needed a kidney. John still needs a father figure. John is holding to But the, he's
3: not going to get it looking in the same old
2: place. But how many times do people aggressively seek after things that they don't get? And they know that they're not going to get them, but in some crazy fashion, they continue to pursue that in the same old way. I mean, sure, it's a little psychotic, but but people do it. I mean, it, it, it just happens. Okay. And that's that's what I think makes John such an interesting character is that, that he's, he's psychotic. No, that he is he is a realistic man. I mean, it, okay, it, it, he's somebody that a lot of people can identify with certain things that he does. Okay. Now I you know I certainly don't have well I have I guess some, maybe some of my own father issues but but uh, you know there there have been times when I put myself out in. Places in my life where I am seeking to get something that I know I'm not going to get, but I would still beat myself up and try to, you know, put myself in a position where I'm not getting beyond it. I'm not getting myself any better by doing what I'm doing or going where I'm going, but I still do it. Uh, it it's a, a grieving thing, or I don't know. It, it's not healthy, but it, it's something that some people do.
3: So I don't think you have that because no, you have I, me to tell you, look, You're being stupid. Get up and move on.
2: (laughs) And and John needs
3: a me. And he had that in Helen, and he screwed that up, too. All
2: right. And so, anyway, with that, let's move on to the back in the hatch.
3: Should I go back to sleep? Why? Take another nap? Stephanie. (laughs) If you cannot take it, then don't invite me here. (laughs) What? You act like you're shocked that I'm giving you a hard time.
2: I'm not. I'm just. I know you're just kidding.
3: Then why are you like pouting, John?
2: (laughs) I want my kidney back.
3: Uh, Yeah, I think you'll lose the other one before you get one back. Come on. Read your script. I'll sit here and be nice. I'll even zip it.
2: No, you won't. You don't have to. I don't even want you to. So listen here. So, basically, we're back in the hatch. Jack and Desmond are having a little spat about, you know, you know J- Jack says, give me some information. You know, you're gonna tell me something. And Desmond's like, don't you understand? I gotta fix this computer. We're all gonna die, blah, blah, blah. And Jack says, listen, you wanna fix that computer? You're gonna give me some answers.
1: It was three years ago. I was on a solar race around the world. and my, my boat
0: crashed into the reef and then Kelvin came. Kelvin? Kelvin, he comes running out of the jungle. Hurry, hurry, come with me. He brings me down here. First thing he does, because it's beeping already, he types in the code, he pushes the button, and it stops. What was all that about, I say? Just saving the world, he says. Saving the world? His words, not mine. So I started pushing the button too. And we saved the world together for a while, and that was lovely. Then Kelvin died, and now here I am all alone.
2: The end. The end. That's it. That's all we're giving given at this point. But, man, this is only the third episode of of season two, and we have been given who's inside the hatch, what's inside the hatch. We've been given a countdown clock. We've been given this story about the button and the numbers Didn't punching mean exactly the number punching, and so I mean we're just given so much, and then we got this story about how did Desmond get there, and there's this guy named Kelvin, and he says we're just saving the world, and it's just an amazing thing, and and I I mean I, this this is what really it, it it pulled me in it this is this is when. I'm like, there is never a time in my life I won't watch Lost if it's on.
3: Yeah. Um, do you know what I caught watching this the second time around? What's that? This scene that you just played. hmm Was that um, we learned later on in season two that Kelvin died the same day the plane crashed.
2: Yes. Because he
3: didn't get back in time to yes. enter the numbers. That's right. Okay. So, Desmond has not had a full night of sleep.
2: In 44 to 45 days. In
3: 45 days. Baby, I'd be a little cranky too.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no doubt.
3: (laughs) You know? Tell me about it. You You can't, especially if you're a person like that. Now, most men don't have this problem. Some do, but most men don't. I cannot just lay down and go to sleep. It probably takes me 108 minutes to fall asleep. Right. And then if something starts beeping and waking me up.
2: (laughs) You're not going to get out of bed.
3: Out of my mind.
2: You would have crashed like 50 different airplanes on that island. That would
3: have been an island packed full of people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, that is funny. That is funny.
3: Uh, Thanks.
2: I like that.
3: Um, Poor Desmond. That's why he ran. He ran so he could get some sleep.
2: <laughs> well, you guys, you pushed the darn button. I'm going to go take a nap.
3: You notice when they found him on the boat.
2: He was sleeping He was
3: drunk and sleepy.
2: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, basically what we have is after this little story, yeah. uh, then Jack and Locke go at it. And they're trying to argue. You should
3: probably pick a different phrase.
2: Okay, so Jack and Locke argue about whether or not the story's true that there's anything behind the button at all, and and the, you know, you're, you're, Jack's like, "You're not gonna believe him, are you? You know, and believe what and all this stuff." And he's and and then Desma says, "You don't have to believe me. Just watch the film." And then we are given the most watched, the most rewatched uh 3 3 minutes and 7 seconds of lost that has ever been rewatched and that is the famous orientation film
3: playing the whole thing
2: mhm
1: Candle, And this is the orientation film for Station 3 of the Dharma Initiative. In a moment, you'll be given a simple set of instructions for how you and your partner will fulfill the responsibilities associated with the station. But first, a little history. The Dharma Initiative was created in 1970 and is the brainchild of Gerald and Karen Groot, two doctoral candidates at the University of Michigan. Following in the footsteps of visionaries such as B.F. Skinner imagined a large-scale communal research compound where scientists and free thinkers from around the globe could pursue research in meteorology, psychology, parapsychology, zoology, electromagnetism, and utopian social-inclusive Danish industrialist and munitions magnate Alvar Hanso financial backing made their dream of a multi-purpose social science research facility a reality. You and your partner are currently located in Station 3, or the SWAN, and will be for the next 540 days. The Station 3 was originally constructed as a laboratory where scientists could work to understand the unique electromagnetic fluctuations emanating from this sector of the island. Not long, After the experiments began, however, there was an incident. And since that time, the following protocol has been observed. Every 108 minutes, the button must be pushed. From the moment the alarm sounds, you will have four minutes to enter the code into the microcomputer processor, induction into the program. When the alarm sounds, either you or your partner must input the code. It is highly recommended that you and your partner take alternating shifts. In this manner, you will both stay as fresh and alert of utmost importance that when the alarm sounds, the code be entered correctly and in a timely fashion. Now, do not attempt to use the computer for anything. Congratulations. Until your replacements arrive, the future of the project is in your hands. On behalf of the Groots Alvar Hanso. And all of us at the Dharma Initiative, thank you. I must have been. And good luck.
2: Okay. I must have seen that orientation film. I would have to say no... We're going to need
0: to watch that again.
2: Oh, sorry, John. And, and watch that again, I did. We. I must have seen that orientation film at least... At least eighty times, since it first aired on ABC, and I, I we're introduced to Doctor Marvin Can- Candle, uh, or what a Doctor Mark Whitman. Whitman who I watched
3: I... it twice, <laughs> the first time, and on Wednesday night when we watched it together.
2: I know, but I'm just saying I've I've and- seen it. A lot okay, of times. Okay, I
3: just thought that was funny. I you've watched it eighty. I've watched it twice. Very cool. Doesn't mean I didn't catch as much as you. It just took <laughs> you more time to watch
2: it. All right. So anyway, we have Doctor Marvin Candle, right. Which uh, leads me to think that this is not anything that's real. That that possibly this whole Swan Station orientation film is just made up to to. Basically, People there
3: for 100 and however many days
2: exactly did 540 days or something. Yeah, so anyway, uh, basically, it, it the reason why is because we get to the Pearl station, they find an orientation film, and he's he calls himself Dr. Mark Whitman. And so, what's up with that? You know, why does he change his name for one of the orientation films, not the other? And then, of course, um, uh, we hear the names uh, Gerald and Karen DeGroote and uh we all do research on the oh, Cliff does lots of research on the internet to try to find out information about those people and then we hear that they were uh doctoral candidates at the University of Michigan and uh they wanted to follow in the footsteps of visionaries such as BF Skinner and then the and then there's the splice
3: some spices so there are so many more visionaries that they wanted
2: right so B.F. Skinner after. was not the only.
3: Yeah, he was not the only one.
2: Right. Well, Skinner is a good one to choose from, uh, because that leads us to the some of the things. Do you know? Um, I went when I went to uh, psychology 101 in college and stuff. We studied about B.F. Skinner and his uh, his little box. You know, his Skinner experiments or Skinner boxes. Um, one of the things he did is he took uh, uh, mice and put them in a box, or in a cage and he would uh do something where if they accidentally brushed against this little lever it would you know it would kick in a couple pellets for them to eat and what happened is he conditioned them to uh posit it's called positive reinforcement in mm-hmm. such that you know if it they would actually learn that by brushing them up against this little lever it would dispense food Well, then he changed it Uh, – well, basically, they would go and do that all the time. And then he changed it to where it would take specifically 20 times of them pushing this lever before it would actually actually dispense food. But every time they did it on the 20th time, it would then dispense the food. And the the mice actually learned this, and they would just hit that thing, hit that thing, hit that thing. And just before it was the 20th time, they would start doing it faster, expecting the food to come. And so um, and then of course, there was, um, you know, this whole ne- sometimes they would study negative reinforcements such as a shock if they did something and to avoid it and and it and a lot of people said, you know, this whole, Swan station thing is like a Skinner box and I completely disagree with that. And the reason why is because Skinner's experiments in the Skinner box most of his stuff was all positive reinforcement, meaning that if you do something if you do a certain set action then you will there will be a reward at the end for that. And so what you're conditioned to do is to do a certain set of things so that there would be a reward. And instead, this is negative conditioning in that you are being told to do something, you have to do it, and if you don't, there's going to be a punishment or uh, a fallout as a result. And then, of course, um, I'm reminded of the cage with Sawyer in the cage and the shock that he got and then, of course, the positive reinforcement of him learning how to get his own little, uh, little pellets of food to come out. So uh definitely very interesting. There there is it seems to be that, you know, there are so this is like part of an experiment where they're watching these people to see if they but I don't know. I mean it, it it's all very confusing.
3: I agree. It's confusing <clears throat> That's all. I agree. It's okay. confusing. All right. I'm confused right now. Okay, so we, we probably move along.
2: Let's move right along. So we go to another flashback and uh, Locke and Helen make uh, such a great couple. Uh, this is at the point where they're at the restaurant, and Helen gives Locke a gift.
3: Yeah, I think they were celebrating their six month anniversary. They're six months together. Okay. I could be wrong, but I, I think that's what I remember them saying in the beginning of that dinner.
2: Right. And she says, you know, he, the, here and, and what was the gift?
3: Oh, the key to her place.
2: Right. And she says it comes with a condition.
3: So isn't that? Hmm. Okay. Sorry. Okay. My brain went somewhere else. Um, yeah, he has to stop driving by his dance house. That's right. And isn't she... that Positive reinforcement. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you stop doing this, you can stay with me. That's right. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that's still the that's negative. If, negative. If if, I know. if you if you don't stop doing this, you don't get to stay with me. <laughs> but anyway, she says, "Listen, I followed you to your father's house. He's a little upset about that. They talk and make up, and she makes him promise." Do not- they make up? Well, yeah, because she makes oh him- at the dinner at the dinner at dinner yes she makes him promise not to go there again, and Locke promises not to go there again,
3: which is such a man thing to do.
2: What? It's-
3: to make false promises. That is a man thing to do.
2: That is not true. You men, only say that because men you're just, a man. Men just make promises sometimes they can't keep.
3: That's because he's thinking about what all that key means.
2: Let's move right along because we don't need to go there. Uh, it, it's quite obvious that, that Helen is is in charge of that area. So anyway, <laughs> back back on the island, only on the other side of the island... Anna Lulu gets herself thrown into the pit and acts like she's been captured as well, yeah. so that she can she can uh, spy Do we on have the guys. To talk about that no, the matter of fact, because <laughs> they, they it, it was so horrible that we had to meet Anna Lucia that they kind of just showed that and then we went <laughs> right back to the other side of the island yeah. in the hatch where Desmond botches the whole computer repair. So I mean, he's not working for the uh, the Best Buy. Uh, well, I, maybe I think he did get trained by Best Buy's uh was <laughs> that Geek Squad? <laughs> anyway be
3: nice. Have you ever had to call on the Geek Squad? No, I have not. But you cannot no, but I've
2: film. I listened to a lot of tech podcasts and I've heard some actual But until you have no, your own personal. I've heard experience. the I've heard recorded telephone calls with okay. their supports department and All they right. will make you laugh. And obviously we will not be getting any sponsorships of Best Buy for the Weekly Lost Podcast. Exactly. But anyway um let's see here so he watches the computer <coughs> repair and Jeez, uh Desmond like,
3: holy crap I'm out of here
2: yeah Desmond takes off he's like packs he, a bag he and he packs some drugs
3: she, yeah he grabbed a bunch of the the little vials and the
2: the injector the injector and uh let's see here so he takes off he leaves the hatch Jack follows him and Locke's a little upset Jack closes the door and Locke tries to do something with the computer but knocks something onto the floor and he starts talking to the island
0: this isn't this isn't what was supposed to happen
2: what was supposed to
0: happen please don't leave me here bye john you're on your own
2: Trying to fix the computer. Here's where he drops something on the floor.
6: Why is this happening like this? What do you watch? What What am I supposed
2: to do? John <laughs> What am I supposed to do? So anyway, um, yes. Uh, You're
3: supposed to stop thinking that the island is talking
2: to you. Well, I think the island, in a certain I way, is talking to him, and and we f- of course see that more clearly with other people in season three. In when season the
3: Sweat Lodge.
2: Right, and and also with uh, even at the end when of he season takes two,
3: nasty drugs with his
2: Echo sees his brother in a dream and stuff like that, and they're supposed to go for the
3: no tolerance plan. The, <laughs> so yes, Charlie that was Coleman. awesome.
2: That was awesome. So anyway, um, yeah. So John has obviously been given some instructions. In fact, he even says something and and kind of lets it slip out. This isn't what's supposed to happen. So he's obviously been giving some instructions already, which I think I think that he's been given instruct. Oh gosh, I just bit my tongue. <laughs> That's You Yeah, just your
3: My God, that hurts.
2: Anyway, um, ouch. Oh,
3: that was fun. Fred
2: from Long Island signed in. Uh, so okay. anyway, yeah. But anyway, um, where was I? So I bit my tongue.
3: <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen.
2: <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. So he's been given instructions by the island. And that makes the title of, um, episode two of season three, Further, Further instructions, instructions, make episode more three. sense. I'm sorry, episode three, you're right. Once again, Stephanie, you are right. Cliff is wrong. Don't I mess apologize. With my facts. I got you. I got you. All right. So anyway. They're um not
3: perfect, but.
2: Darn close. Let me tell you.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
2: I don't want to sleep on that couch anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey. Hey, what?
3: You have not slept on that couch since I let you buy that new mattress. I, I love our new that mattress, totally by the way. That totally breaks my back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. I think
3: my body's finally getting used to the new mattress. <laughs> i really need some good sleep all right, what, right what's got on there i don't know where you're going
2: i know but I, well I'm, let me let me take <laughs> us there uh let's see here um flashback helen take you there. <laughs> <laughs> sing it for us steph
3: no that's it oh that's man you of me.
2: Uh, helen finds Locke outside his dad's house and kapoom
3: I love that. That is so Her fried green tomatoes. <laughs>
2: fried green tomatoes? What's that? You have this. never
3: seen that movie? Oh, you so live in your own bubble. Your own created <laughs> I've bubble. I've
2: heard of the name of the movie. It's like, it just, fried green vegetables just fried, does not sound like a great movie. Fried green
3: tomatoes are really good. I used to eat them with my papal snow all the time. I guess um, if you put
2: some salt on them, they would be oh, really good.
3: You should have Nanny fix them for you this summer. Fried green tomatoes. They're awesome. Okay. Okay? Well. Anyway... Um. Oh, yeah, movie, Fried Grain Tomatoes. Okay, the lady's in the... She has a little anger management issues herself. And I can't get any closer to this mic. Okay. Okay? Driving through the grocery parking lot and looking for a spot and looking for a spot. And these young little little girls whip in with their new little car. And she's like, hey, that was my spot. You know, I've been driving around. And they're like, sorry. And... She rams into their car like forty times.
2: Forty times. I don't know. That's but awesome. This is really cool. There's some YouTube videos, videos out there that are like that, that are real.
3: Fried green. Caught on
2: surveillance tape where people yeah. get mad and they start ramming each other's cars. But anyway, wanted to do that before. So this is so Kate but literally. I'm kind of married to
3: an insurance agent. I wouldn't want to have to explain that one.
2: <laughs> I get a call at the office. Uh, it's Stephanie. I need to turn in a claim. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah I'd be taking some anger <laughs>
2: so we find out why Helen's taking anger management as she plows into the back of John Locke's car
3: that was like great writing though because it
2: was because I don't know how I missed this the first time it's
3: so great
2: so anyway they argue obviously yeah. and but they make up real quickly she argues well yeah
3: he doesn't really does he
2: yeah they, they have a little spat alright okay and uh let's see here. So she
3: says, "Look, you got to move on." And he says he doesn't know how. Right. That's all they do. Yeah.
2: And they make up and then the flashback's over. And they then Make up? I don't remember that yeah, part. Yeah, they make up at the end of that scene and okay. I think they the, he they leave his car there since she tosses well, the keys. Well, they'd have to since his And keys I think are they went to, the I think they went back to her place. So since um, They both got a key. Exactly. Well, he, he, only she had the key now. But you don't but, know
3: that his her house key was on his key ring.
2: Oh, you're right. I don't <laughs> Kate and Hurley and Saeed walk into the hatch. Hurley says,
3: "Why did they take Hurley?"
2: "Why would That is there Don't is,
3: look at me like that. I was interrupting no, you with a valid question." No, "I'm a,
2: I, and do I'm going to answer your question. Go, go ahead." How "No, go ahead." Do you
3: talk." <laughs> interruption luck.
2: "No, go ahead."
3: Why would they bring Hurley? If she need? They've just found this hatch. Yeah. Okay. They've just found this place. Nobody really knows what it is yet. She goes back to get Michael to... Or Saeed to fix the computer. Why does Hurley come? I understand that Michael and... Er, why am I stuck on that stupid... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Saeed and Hurley were together on the beach when she went to get Saeed. Okay. But why did Hurley come along? I, I don't understand. We why.
2: needed Hurley in this scene for one reason and one the reason food. only. No. <laughs> we needed to hear Hurley come in with his first line of Dude. this season. Dude. <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I tune into Lost partially just to hear Hurley say... Dude, that's awesome. But um, and then of course Hurley finds the food. He finds the food, and it's like it depends on my, what you mean. Did I find, find it? it. <laughs> <laughs> or What you mean by it? And then unfortunately, we go to the other side of the island, and Anna Lulu gets the gun, and she doesn't trust the old boys. And finally, luckily, it's a very short Anna Lulu scene, and we go right back to the hatch. And uh, Jack and Desmond are. I do kind of like watching. Or not The Hatch. I do,
3: I do kind of watching. I did kind of enjoy watching and Lucia beat up on Sawyer, though. That that was fun.
2: Yeah, the two of them, I, I equally dislike them. hmm. Yeah. And so
3: it was fun watching them beat each other. I mean, it, wasn't it that was. It was.
2: And it was quite paino- painful to watch them copulate with one another.
3: I didn't watch.
2: <laughs> it was disgusting. So anyway, uh, back on the other side of the island. Do you
3: think if Kate knew about that, she would have still done what she did in the cage?
2: I have no idea, and I don't even want to talk about that either. I'm so done with that triangle.
3: It's coming back.
2: I I don't care. The triangle, to me, does not matter. The, the, the writers of the show, as far as I'm concerned, if they want season three to pick up and move, and have some steam and keep rolling, well, see, didn't they, they, they need say, to move right along on that, that one. they
3: say that season three would be more action-packed And have more
2: romance. romance. Yes. Okay,
3: so if it's going to, if the whole season is going to have more romance, Uh the triangle's not over.
2: Well, hold on. Let's see where we can get some more romance in season three. I'm thinking the best. uh, I'm thinking Charlie and Claire.
3: Charlie and Claire, but
2: I've heard
3: that people think Claire's going to die. Well, don't start up another romance and kill one of the people because Saeed no, and I Shannon agree. could have been the best yeah. island romance. I think we around. I,
2: I think what I would like to see, I would Curly like and Libby would have made I would a pretty like a good romance. I would like to see the the relationship between Carl and Alex. Okay. I, I would like to see that relationship. Uh I would like to see some, some a relationship between um Jack and uh,
3: Juliet.
2: Juliet and uh, you know, there, there are some other people on the island that, that we can see some romance from, and and I don't mind if they bring some some Kate into some of the romance story, but just let's not make this a whole you know, do I love Jack? Do I love Sawyer thing? Just get decide who you want and then go with it, you know, and move on. So anyway, well,
3: then people would say that decision's been made.
2: Exactly, and then uh, Jack and Desmond are in the jungle, and uh, Desmond finally. Uh, remembers Jack. He, he, it's like, oh, you're that guy. I remember you.
5: Running.
0: I know you. I met you. Stop. Los Angeles. I was training, yeah? You twisted your ankle, you. Stop. You're a doctor, right? There was this girl you. You were worried. You said. You said you failed her. That was you. It doesn't matter. Was she okay? The girl? It doesn't matter. What happened to her? It doesn't matter. How can you say it doesn't- I ma- married her! You're not married to her anymore then? See you in another life, yeah?
2: Okay, what are you? Oh. Stephanie's talking to me in the background Sorry, I'm
3: here. I'm talking to Cliff. Um, a couple weeks ago when we recorded, yes, we were talking about um, divorce. We were talking about Jack's divorce or worse, or worse because there had been some speculation that possibly Jack killed Sarah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that what we were talking about? And yeah. you said, you said that Desmond asked him in the jungle you're not married to her anymore, and he said worse. Right. Oh, that's the clip, and I didn't hear Jack say anything after Desmond said, so you're not married to you're her right. anymore. You're
2: right, you're and, right, and I, I miss, I, I did not remember that scene correctly, and and I did have some listeners email us in and, and point me in the right direction on that as well.
3: And you didn't share that information with me. I'm sorry. You just knew that I knew that you were wrong, right? <laughs> I
2: figured you did. <laughs> You're pretty good at having the cliff is wrong radar on oh, it all the time. Be nice. I know. I'm trying. No, but in this, but in this scene, I want to point out something because we okay, mentioned listen. this. We mentioned this in falling love and law Lo- with Lost again. Okay. In that episode where we did uh, on uh, Man of Silence, Man of Faith. Right. And it's this whole future seeing Desmond thing, and he says, "I remember you, the girl. The gr- was she okay? I mean, it, he was. He was still stuck on the fact that." when Jack explained what happened in the stadium that he knew she was going to be fine even though Jack made it quite clear that he basically uh messed up her spine and she would never walk again a day in her life, Desmond seemed quite certain then that she would be fine and now all of a sudden when he remember he's like she was okay right I mean it's kind of right. like I, tell tell me just confirm for me tell me what she which means to me. Desmond must have had some kind of psychic future seeing type of ability before he even got on the island.
3: That's stuff he's oh, before he got on the island. okay,
2: yeah, so that's what I'm saying. is it, it, it so anyway, and then Desmond runs off into the boat, and now we're back in the hatch. The timer is at five minutes oh, exactly. He says yes.
3: The part of that clip that you didn't play was him telling Jack the numbers. Oh, yeah. To punch in. Yes, you're right. Because you're going to go into the next scene, mm-hmm. right?
2: Absolutely. Where John's
3: punching them in.
2: The end of the scene. And then at four minutes, uh, we are transformed to the supermarket. So <laughs> we we start to hear the very first time, beep, beep, beep. In fact, this is what happens.
0: Uh, What's that? Saeed? I'm working on it. You have to. I know what I have to do. Reconnected the processor. Replace the transformer. It's on.
1: Okay, so what now?
0: There was a code he made me enter it.
1: What code? Can you remember what it is? Four. Eight. Wait a minute. 15. 16. Dude, I'm
0: serious. Stop. Hugo, this is not the time with the plate. Yeah,
2: well, I think it is.
0: 23. Hey.
2: What is this thing? I we think... didn't even
1: know what it does. I mean, we need 32. You know what? Forget it. Go ahead. Do your thing. It's
4: not 32,
1: it's 42.
0: just told me, Desmond. Last number's 42. You're sure? Yeah, I'm sure. You have to do it. You do it yourself, John. No, you saw the film, Jack. This is a this is a two-person job, at least. This argument is irrelevant. Say, don't. Jack. Don't. It's not real. Look, if you want to push the button, you do it yourself. If it's not real, then what are you doing here, Jack? Why did you come back? Why do you find it so hard to believe? Why do you find it so easy? It's never been easy. Maybe you should just do it. No. It's a button. I can't do this alone
2: Okay, so there we go. Locke's going to take the first shift. Jack pushes the button. He he demonstrates once again that he is indeed coming over to this island, or, or coming over to this idea that he is able to have faith in something. And uh, it's a good thing because we've seen what happens when you don't push the button to that hatch and uh, little flying forks inside of everybody's... Skull would not have been a good scene for us at the beginning of season two. So I, for one, am glad that they pushed the button. And um, Bryn is very excited as well because she goes, Would somebody please make that beeping
3: stop? <laughs> no doubt. So
2: I saw that in the chat room out there. So uh, anyway, uh, that that was an excellent episode of Lost. Once again, these these the Man of Science, Man of Faith, orientation film, two of my favorite episodes. My next favorite episode is The Hunting, hunting party. party. But go ahead. you got some thoughts there, Steph.
3: Okay. One thought is one thing that you didn't play from that scene. That's when um, Saeed is fixing the computer. John says, don't you want to know why? So I don't need to know why. Right now, all I need to know is that it has to be done. And I'm sure that when I do it, you'll tell me why. Right. So Saeed... There's been a lot of talk about whether Saeed is a man of faith. Right. But obviously he has faith in something.
2: He has faith in something that, that I need to do. He's right. like, listen, I'm just, this computer needs to be fixed. Obviously everybody's a little uptight about it. I just need some time to get this thing done. I, exactly. Exactly. Very Second good. Second thing yeah.
3: is John says to Jack, I can't do it alone.
2: I don't want to. I don't to.
3: want to. And that brings me back to Season 3, Episode 3, Further Instruction, when John is in the sweat lodge, and Boone says, you need to bring the family back together. Yes. Because <clears throat> at Season 3, Episode 3, they're a family. And at Season 2, Episode 3, John's desperate for a family. Yes. He's desperate to not do life alone.
2: Yes. Yes. Which is in a way, that's probably why he cracked Saeed in the back of the head to keep them on the island when he when they were trying to use the transistor radio to, yeah,
3: and number three, most important part of that scene was that Jack pushed the button
2: absolutely that that was that was a thrilling moment, and it See, and,
3: I understand John more than I will let on, right. I just don't really like him all that much
2: no, I get you I mean that's why you don't have to like him. I know. All right. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and do some listener feedback. Yes?
6: Colonel Locke, this line secure.
4: Line secure.
2: Go ahead.
6: Hey, Cliff, Stephanie,
4: Troy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida.
6: Sam in Tucson.
4: Kimberly from California.
6: Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go.
5: Roger that.
2: Alrighty, no need to play voicemails tonight because we have a live internet audience, and I'm gonna just pull up a couple people here, and uh, let's. Okay, when go, let's
3: you're done, I have a couple things to say regarding listener feedback.
2: Okay, um, sounds good. Uh, why don't you go ahead and say that now?
3: Okay, I'll go ahead
2: and do that now. And we'll, we'll, April, prepare some thoughts because I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you in next in just a moment.
3: Okay. Um. I finally replied to some emails. That have been in my inbox since like the beginning of December. Really? Because my life has been spiraling out of control since then. And it's finally starting to go uphill again. Um, so I was replying to some emails and I had gotten an email from Sherry. And Sherry knows who she is. She Sherry said, Tilson. Yeah. She, Tennessee.
2: Irwin, Tennessee.
3: Yes. Well, I was just going to say Sherry, but sure. Sherry, Tilson, listen up, chick, because I tried to reply, and your message said that I needed to be added to your list, so that's why you haven't heard from me. (laughs) It's not my fault. I tried. So add me to your list, and then I can email back and forth with you.
2: Cool. Well, Sherry's great, Um, because now I get emails from Sherry with no problem at all. That's
3: because you're added to her list. Don't go there with me, because I already thought about that part. (laughs)
2: Sherry's sweet. She's so, she's yeah. the one who sent us the three postcards. Remember. I know. Okay. Cool. Good. That, that's I cool. Know. Okay. So
3: that's all I wanted to say was that Sherry, I, I tried to reply this morning. You know, because McKenna woke up at six o'clock in the morning. and had nothing better to do. And um.
2: And Sherry was on your mind.
3: Sherry was on my mind, and so, so it was Greg and. Greg Graham. No. Greg. Greg enjoyed Alias. Oh, my, that guy, that Greg. My, um, yes. Referral.
2: Yes, recommendation.
3: Recommendation. That's what it's called. Yeah. And
2: uh, very cool.
3: I thought there was one more, but maybe not. I told him it was all your fault because you're a computer hog.
2: I am such a computer <laughs> hog, and and we are down to one computer now. All right, yeah. so let let's go to April. April, are you out there? I am. So tell me, did you uh, did you enjoy uh, orientation the first time around? I did. Yeah.
4: It was- one of my favorite episodes, I think, because it gave you a different perspective of the whole island and everything.
2: Very cool. What was your favorite part of the episode?
3: Since Cliff just read it back to you, <laughs> word for word. <laughs> um, probably towards the end there where they're deciding on whether or not to push the button and if it's really going to do anything or not. Gotcha because we're sitting there on the at that point we're sitting there on the edge of our seats wanting to know what this button does right. also
2: and it's funny cuz i remember the entire season yeah. it's like please let it go to zero please don't push the button <laughs> right very cool so um are you enjoying this uh live show this new format that we're doing april
3: yeah i am
2: very cool Thank you very much.
3: That's so hilarious. I don't know why people would want to listen to us on their iPod, let alone live. That just cracks me up.
2: They, I think that <laughs> I, I think what it is, Stephanie, is they get a kick out of hearing you just constantly berate me.
3: Probably, it's fun. I enjoy it. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> I'm glad we can entertain people, Tony, in Columbus. Yeah. Oh goodness. Sorry. Tony in Columbus, Ohio. How are you, sir?
4: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
2: Wonderful. What did you think about orientation the first time around?
4: It, it was uh, probably my second favorite episode.
2: Second it, favorite.
3: Uh, so, what's your favorite? Uh, uh probably uh, one of the Echo-centric ones.
2: Okay. okay. So, Echo is your favorite character, or was? Yes. Was one. Probably
4: was until Echo
3: came along, and then after
4: after uh, after that. Um, I went back
2: to Hurley. Hurley, yeah. Hurley rocks. Hurley does I really totally need rock.
3: Hurley centric episode.
2: Gotcha. So, what was your favorite part of orientation?
4: Uh, for me, it was when they were de- like you were saying when they were deciding to push the button. But I took it a little bit different, and I uh, was curious of uh, Hurley's reaction to the numbers.
2: Oh yes, mm-hmm. I I really like that scene cause, and I didn't play it in here. He's yeah, like. Did. No, not the point where don't don't push it, don't push it, and then they were ready to push in the wrong number? Yeah, you did. Oh, that was played? Totally. Where was I at?
3: I Right there, I thought, but <laughs> you don't listen to anything I say, so why to, would you listen to Hurley?
2: I can't wait till I go and listen to this podcast, and I'll check that out. <laughs> yeah, I, that was great, Tony. I, I do enjoy that where he's like, yeah, go,
5: G- go ahead. Go no, ahead and push problem. that button. <laughs> what did you do?
2: Uh, That... Was my broadcast host, and we just lost our connection. Hold on, everybody. We're going to uh, dial back into shoe. Wow. I hope this doesn't happen very often. I know. That, that was, hurt. That did hurt. Hold on. We're we're gonna we're gonna get back in there. Uh, matter of fact, why don't? Oh, I know what we can do in the meantime. Let's uh, put a little funky loop there.
3: I like that funky music.
2: What's our Talkcast ID?
3: I don't know. hurt my ears clifford why would it do that (laughs) we can't dial back into our own show that's nice
2: yeah
3: sorry people this is obnoxious
2: Yeah, this is obnoxious. I'm sorry, guys. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please hold. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Hold hold your ears.
4: Recorded live. (laughs) <laughs> this is an interactive act We're in. Interactive
2: we're in. we Just take one second. We're in our, our, our own, own show. show. We're in our talk own show. Talk Sweet. Talk Sweet. Or listen live at All right. Okay, guys, we're back. Hold on. Let me... <laughs> hey, they're back. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me uh, cut out um, the funky... Se- there we go. So we're back. Uh, we had a little technical, yeah, you- technical difficulty here, guys. Sorry about that. You
4: uh, you missed my debut of singing this uh, or, uh, doing the Bewitched scene. Theme. <laughs> theme, sorry, theme.
2: No problem. Well, I tell you what. Thank you, Tony, for for your feedback, and we're gonna move on to just one more caller during this uh, listener feedback sec- segment here. And uh, we're go- we're now with Fred from Long Island. Fred, how are you, sir? Hello, Fred.
3: Well, you can't hear him because he's imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> He's only in your head, honey.
2: Fred from Long Island. <laughs> oh, oh crud! Stupid Mike. He's having a problem with his microphone. So uh, we'll try you again in a, in a few minutes. There, Fred. Uh, let's go to Queen Amy, our our favorite Mary Kay representative, uh, and uh, and and also Amy Wright, who has also paid for a date, a date of ours. That was to awesome. Chipotle. I think she should be unmuted here in just a moment. Hello, Amy. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you
4: guys?
2: Very good. It's so we're so glad to have you on here. Um, have you been listening to the entire show as we've been recording?
4: No, I just was able to join. I've been babysitting. So. Oh,
2: no problem. Well, let me ask you this: <laughs> it, it, Did you uh, get a chance to watch orientation, or do you recall it enough to tell us whether or not what your uh, Initial reaction to orientation was with the first time you saw it?
4: No, actually, I don't.
2: <laughs> ah, that's okay. I
4: didn't have time to watch it, and I don't really remember that much about it now. So.
2: <laughs> I got gotcha. you, no problem at all. Well, it's, we're glad to have you on here, and hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna try Fred from Long Island one more time here. Uh, let's see, Fred, have you got your mic st- squared away there? any better. Ah, oh, hello, Fred. Fred.
6: Those silly Skype setting got me twice tonight. First, I paid for my one year of uh, unlimited calls in euros, and then I forgot to set my mic.
2: <laughs> so sorry to hear that, Fred. In euros, huh?
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. I guess that's the default setting in your profile, and I'm like, why am I paying for everything in euros? But I figured it was some stupid thing, you know, and then... Of course five
2: minutes after I did it, I found the setting. So gotcha. Well, Fred, um, whatever. So have you? You've been on, I, I think, for a while now. I, I, I saw you join in there probably about 15, 20 minutes ago. I think.
6: What, what What's your reaction? Yeah, I caught kind of like the last uh, half hour.
2: What What is your reaction to orientation? Yeah, Hello? we're having some problems with this broadcast host. I'm going to have to call JK Audio and yeah. tell him about this. This. We have killed everybody's ears now. Mine. Uh, so basically, um, anyway, you said you said you really identify with it. We're gonna have to watch that again. So, how many times did you watch? Have you seen the orientation film?
6: Oh, over the course of the past, what is it, a year? I, I mean, I've probably seen it ten times. Especially, you know, during the Lost experience, I was just another uh, excuse to go looking for it again.
2: Right. Right. So that
6: was probably that plus. Early freaking out over the numbers, and probably the first disappointment in terms of uh, revelations is when they they decided, oh, uh, maybe the numbers don't really mean anything after all.
2: Oh, yeah. that and then I,
6: maybe they felt like they had to reverse themselves during the lost experience.
2: Yeah, matter of fact, I was, I was quite angry and upset. Of course, everybody knows about that little fiasco where they had done that to us. Well, Fred, uh, thank you very much for joining us. I'm glad that you were able to uh, get in live and and get your mic squared away. And I'm going to go ahead and mute this uh, the the talk show here, and I'm going to call JK Audio and 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 uh, explain to them what's happened here because I paid $500 for this telephone interface device, and I can't not have it doing this in our live shows, especially if we're going to be doing live shows every week. Uh, so anyway. Um, so let's see here let's see here write a strongly worded letter cliff okay so uh, i I probably just make a quick phone call and, and maybe they'll have to send me a different one uh, that won't be a problem but anyway uh, I do want to go ahead and check our mailbox Stephanie and let's go to that now Okay, so uh, in our P.O. Box, uh, we have a P.O. Box for the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. If you ever want to send us uh, a postcard to add to our postcard collection from our listeners, you can always send those to GSPN, P.O. Box 482 in Hebron, Kentucky, and that's uh, 41048. And Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell them about the postcard you've got in your hand there? I...
3: i'm having some voice problems okay um i have a postcard of the beautiful ocean and it makes me want to leave this dreary rainy <laughs> tri-state area that we're living in right um but this postcard is from michelle robertson yep and uh her and her husband just got back from vacation
2: a weekend at the oregon coast
3: mm-hmm. a weekend on the oregon coast and uh, they just wanted to say hello
2: Thank you very much, Michelle, for thinking about Cliff and Stephanie on your weekend away. And especially thank you for that beautiful postcard. And we will definitely add that to our list of cards in our collection. You know,
3: this isn't from our mailbox, but our calendar. Yes. Um, the other day, my mom came over and uh, she said, I have a surprise for you. And she's silly and, you know, will sometimes just bring crazy stuff. But... Um, she handed me this bag and I opened it up and we she got us a 2007 um lost calendar for for our office. She said mm-hmm. to put in our our podcast office and um so I opened it up and I'm flipping through it and you know, Kate's on January and then you flip through it and I'm like, "Oh, she's dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> oh, she's dead."
2: <laughs> and then I come then, home. <laughs> I come home for lunch and, and her mom says, "I'm sorry, I bought you a calendar with a bunch of dead people." <laughs>
3: It's <laughs> great, and so we have a calendar full of dead people. To, but it's not full of you know. No, we. There are they've all been you know major characters, but yeah, like four or five of them. Yeah.
2: Anyway, um. Also in our mailbox, we got a very special gift for the kids from Mark Grace in Australia. Our kids love. This. Oh. Stop I muting thought you me. you were like motioning, like you wanted me to mute you so you can call for something.
3: No, I'm like fidgety because okay. I had caffeine.
2: Now go ahead and say what you just said again.
3: I said our kids love that.
2: It It is awesome. And they fight over it. They do. In fact, uh, let's see here. We Something's going on in... Okay, no. Um, Yes, they do. We They want to hear Meet the King and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. And, and Mark in Australia, we thank you thank very much. Thank you very much. much. For those two wonderful CDs, and our kids absolutely and it love gives them.
3: them some variety because they were listening to the same things over and over again. Yeah, and so now they have some some new things and, to listen and to. And
2: basically, these are like uh, Sunday school kind of songs church, yeah. for for kids, and they're sung by people from Australia. And so, um, they it's kind of like the the kids were who did they say they sound like? Do you remember? Um, I can't remember now. One
3: of them was a character off of. Power Rangers. Um, oh yeah, Xander, Xander off of Power Rangers Mystic Force
2: because he has an accent. And the like other that.
3: one said that it sounds like the Wiggles. Yes, who are both right. you know all four Wiggles in
2: have the they have the, the accent. Australian accent. so. So anyway, um, let's see here. So our our kids love that, and then we got a very special book from uh, Jeff Gentry. He sent me well, he sent me a book called. <laughs> we didn't get a book. Okay, it, it's called Family Integrated Church, and okay. he, and he, he, I had been doing some special right. church related podcasting, and uh, he re- sent me that book, and I'm looking forward to getting that onto my reading list.
3: Speaking of that lost book that you had this afternoon, yes, what happened to it?
2: It's upstairs in the bathroom.
3: Okay, and I'm supposed to find that. Uh. <laughs> Cliff handed me this book yesterday and asked me to read the part about orientation. So I said, "Okay, I probably can't read it today because, meaning Thursday, because I had a lot going on." But I'll read it tomorrow. And I go to read the book, mm-hmm. and I go to look where you know it should be, right? And it wasn't there, so I didn't get to read that book because I'm sorry, baby. Someone moved it it's and did bathroom. not return it.
2: It's in the bathroom.
3: The bathroom is not the library.
2: (laughs) It sure is. In this house, it sure is.
3: (laughs) No, it's not. There's not enough room in our bathroom for books.
2: Okay. So anyway, um, Terry from Dayton sent me an email and gave me her uh, mailing address. And I sent her a stack of business cards from the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. And she's already handed out most of them. Really? And so uh, she'll be emailing me again uh, asking me to send her some more. And if you would like to help promote our show out there in general conversation with people while you're talking about Lost and hand them a card and say, you need to go and check out this Lost podcast. Send me an email with your your mailing address and I'll send you uh, 10 cards in an envelope. And uh, it's a great way to help promote our show. Also want to uh, give you a little update. Um, we Stephanie and I have uh, talked about the fact that we had people ask us if we would set up monthly recurring donation availability through PayPal. And um, we had put that together. And I am so excited. We now have eight monthly supporters registered and signed up. And um I would like to thank Maureen Brown for being the first supporter uh monthly supporter and then we have Michelle Robertson okay. uh we have Rachel I think it's uh Rachel Zeese Lisi uh Michelle West Geraldine Metlin and I think that's Geraldine um Denver right. uh so anyway and then Pamela Nicondro, uh Amanda Black and Kirsten Kirkham. So those are our eight monthly supporters, and it's because of them that we're able to come here uh, to you guys. And also special thanks to uh, Amanda Hopick who made a one-time donation, which is still available to do from our site. And our goal is to get 100 monthly supporters by the end of March. And it's real simple to do. And in fact, um, I think uh, Eric, Eric uh, Fisher wants to tell us about how to do that, and here he is now.
4: Hey, this is Eric Fisher, and this episode is made possible in part by me and other listeners like me. I have a tight budget, but I choose to make a $3 donation each month to make sure that these great shows continue. Making a donation is easy. Just go to GenerallySpeakingPodcast.com and click on the PayPal donate button. I don't even have to have a PayPal account to do it. And now, enjoy the show.
2: Thank you very much, Eric. And so, if you would be interested in joining the GSPN monthly support team, uh, there is an easy way for you to do that. So, generally speaking, podcast.com. Check out the PayPal do- donate button at the very bottom, and it'll uh, take you to a page on our site, which will explain everything in detail. And that's all I have. That is that is this show, and uh, it has been a blast. We thank everyone for joining us live on the internet. Uh, There are a lot of people that are actually signed in that were not dialed in. So they're streaming this live and they've been listening the whole time. And uh, there is also the ability to go to TalkShoe and you can actually stream this live without even getting into this client. And the statistics show from TalkShoe that at least twice as many people are streaming this live than there are listening live in the chat room. And so we have a very large audience listening to this with a very short amount of notice, uh, just a couple days, right. but everybody ple- everybody listening to this, please get ready. February 9th will be our first official kickoff of this live show, and I'm certain that I'll be able to get um, JK Audio to help explain what happened to us here uh, with that loud, high-pitched yeah, noise. that was bad. We apologize. Yeah, we really apologize. Well, Cliff apologized. I,
3: I didn't have anything to do with
2: it. But I, I, will, I will get to the bottom <laughs> of that. It, it's a very expensive piece of equipment, and uh, it can't be doing that. So, anyway, um, let's see here. That's all we have? Any, you have anything else, Stephanie? That's all. All right. And so, until next time, stay, stay lost. lost.
0: You have been listening to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal Donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening.